0: Hi guys, welcome back to my show. In today's episode, I have a really special guest with me today. Her name is Lindsay Fritz. Hi, Lindsay, how are you today?
1: I'm good. How are you, Anika?
0: I'm doing well. Thank you so much for being on the show with me.
1: You're welcome.
0: So please introduce yourself and your latest book.
1: Yes, my name is Lindsay Fritz. I am the author of Emma and the Queen of Featherstone. It is a middle grade science fiction novel that is about a girl who triggers a constructed portal to a hidden planet run by these tech-obsessed aliens. And they tell her there is no way home and give her a place in their society as training to be a protector of the portals that are on that planet. And while she's there and navigating this new life without her family and without her friends, she ends up face-to-face with her best friend who comes through her same portal. And he comes with these revelations that really push her to decide if she will stay in this new adventure that she's found on this planet or if she will fight to find a way home.
0: Awesome. So anyways, anyone who is out there who loves science fiction... Starting to like um, science fiction, or just loves reading new books. This book is definitely um, amazing and perfect for you. So please, Lindsay, tell me when when does this book release, or if it has already released.
1: It actually hasn't released yet. It releases on March seventh, so a little less than a month away. Um, and that will be that will be the first of the release.
0: Awesome. So anyone out there? You can, um, for me, what I did was, I think I um, got it earlier, I think, I don't know how I did that. I think I got it through my library, they started having a few prints of it, I think, um, available. Most likely, those are probably the beta versions, I think, probably not the finalized ones. But those of you out there who are interested in this book, you can definitely check it out um, on Amazon once it's out there. You can even just bookmark the Amazon site so that as soon as it's available, you can buy it. I believe there's a pre-order option too that you can yes, look I... and you can definitely like because that way then you do not lose your place and you might actually get the book. And if you yes. rather not buy it and would like to read it anyways, you can just wait for a couple more days, a couple more weeks in fact, and get the book for free in your libraries. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, I'll be putting all those links, like I'll put, um, let's say, website into the show notes so you can look at our website and then see what you like. Um, so, on to my next question for you. What do you think about the way the media represents authors?
1: Oh, the media. I think fairly, fairly well with media in regards to representing authors in their, um, their lives. Um, I think that we're not always in the media, uh, unless we're kind of a a bigger author, or we have a bigger media representation or social media representation. Um, You know, like Prince Harry, you know, he's going to have a little bit bigger of a uh, a background, um, but I think as far as media representation goes, it's it's fairly um, accurate. And a lot of times, authors get to um, write a lot of their own posts and a lot of their own media representation. So I think that it's covered very well um, in general, and that it's something that, um, seeing as we're authors and we have a part of that process, that it's something that's fairly accurate.
0: That's awesome. So. On the same lines of media, what do you think about good reads? If you use it, do you recommend other young writers or authors to read the reviews or read the things they're getting or do you think that kind of brings them down, especially the negative reviews? What are your thoughts?
1: Oh, so I do actually use Goodreads for my own personal use. I use it to track my own reads and um, just keep track of my goals of, of how many books I want to read for that year. And I think for that purpose, as a reader, it is is fantastic to use that. Or Storygraph, of course, there's always that too. And But as far as an Author goes. I tend to steer clear of like my own reviews. I think that that is meant for readers. Goodreads Goodreads is meant for readers, and so when they when they post a review, they should feel comfortable being able to post an honest and accurate review. So one of the things, just for my own personal mental health, especially as the book releases in March. Um, I will I will not be really reading my my Goodreads review from my reviewers just because I think it's a space that as an author I shouldn't really um, invade upon. And as far as as reading those, that is something that I just kind of want to have a clear line as being an author um, and not reading my own reviews because they're they're not meant for me. They're meant for general readership.
0: Definitely so. What would your, like, um, feedback or advice be for um, authors who kind of, like, are beginning, like, um, debut authors, kind of like you, I believe, right? Pardon? Um, could you
1: repeat?
0: So I was saying that um, you're a debut author, right?
1: Yes, I am.
0: Yes. Yeah, so for other debut authors out there who may not be, like, um adults yet, maybe they're teenage authors who are debuting their new books, Um, As a teenager teenager myself, you tend to want to look at your reviews to see how it's doing. So would you recommend them in the start to kind of look at it? Or do you think they should avoid it just to avoid being put down if they are at a certain amount of negative reviews?
1: Well, I think when you're a debut author, a lot of times you're critiquing should be coming from your critique partners. So you should already have a system in place for receiving um, more critical feedback. And as far as reading reviews, again, keeping in mind that those are meant to be for people who intend to read your publication, who intend to read the book that you have written. So as far as learning for your own writing, That should be taken care of already by critique partners that you have in place, either with a writer's group or um, through some other system that you have in place. That really should happen before the book goes to publication, because you want to be able to have that feedback before it it gets put out there into the world. For
0: sure. Um, That's actually great advice for all um, debut authors and other authors alike out there. So um, this question is more of a question I should have really asked you at the start, but what is the inspiration? Like
1: what was the inspiration that made you want to start writing? I have always loved writing. I have written since I was very little, but I never actually took it seriously. I think I remember having a project in high school that was write your own children's book. and. I ended up using it for a couple different classes because I was trying to cheat the system a little bit. And I don't think it really hit me how much I wanted to be a writer until much later, more so like now and right before the pandemic hit was when I really researched into becoming a writer and publishing and focused on my my manuscript and finishing my novel. That was when I decided okay I'm going to jump into this this is something that I really love and I'm going to just continue with it and see where it goes.
0: That's awesome I think that the fact that our um, inspiration to start writing was on the beginning is a very good thing personally for me um, of course my journey is still starting I'm still like 14 15 right now 14 and a half weeks up um, and I think that just like starting as a very big uh, start of your life or like just starting at a younger age or around like the time before you enter high school, is I feel ideally the perfect age just because you're kind of still exploring what you like, what you don't like. For me personally, I do not like writing at all, which is surprising because right now I'm literally having this whole platform with um yeah. over, over a thousand views from all over the world. And at first it was like, I don't really like what I'm doing not for oh. the podcast but like just writing in general and that, that was i think back in fourth grade but then i decided to uh, take my luck with this competition group there and i won and that's when i was like wow. i actually like this and i started writing more and recently i got into songwriting so all the writing categories which are out there is a bunch so all of you out there who are interested in writing but do not necessarily want to do story writing or poem writing songwriting and um, theatrical screenplay writing is also out there for you. There are a bunch of different types of writing, like this technical writing, playwriting, um, songwriting, um let me think. Um, poem writing. There's a bunch of writings that are out there. So they're like a wide variety of things you can do with just writing.
1: Yeah, that's so true. There's so many different options to be able to write. And it's funny that you mentioned songwriting too, because I actually have written songs as well. So that's a it's a medium that can be used for so many different things. And Definitely. I think a lot of people don't realize that. And it's so great that you brought it out.
0: Definitely, because music I think is like a you universal know, language, I guess. Like when you feel sad or happy, you want to explore it through the music. So for me personally, what I do is, uh, for the book I'm currently But I finished it, I'm just editing it. But when I'm editing it, I try to listen to music that I've created to like show that the different ways I want to feel while reading. For example, if I'm writing a battle scene, I put in some intense music in my background, get into the zone, and it really helps with editing. And I think songwriting too, when you're songwriting, you kind of want to get into the zone of the point of view you're trying to write from. For example, if you're writing about Um, friendship you want to get into the zone
1: of how you felt during the situation especially if it's a real life thing yeah
0: exactly that's so helpful so on to my second last question what's your spirit like what do you think resembles
1: you the most oh that's a very good question oh I gotta think about that for a second hold on Man, I think I I'm gonna have to go with a dog because I am definitely a dog person. It took me a while. I was like, I'm not sure because I do have cats currently, and I. But I think as far as personality goes, and just having that that lovable, really wanting to to be be happy and joyful and that is something that um, hopefully comes across to other to other people as well. Um, I'd like to think that anyways, but I think because I happen to prefer dogs, I will just say a dog person. The <laughs> awesome. dog is my spirit animal. <laughs> that sounds
0: great. Um, my last and final question for you is, do you have any last piece of advice for young writers, young songwriters, or any kind of writer out there?
1: I think probably my biggest piece of advice is to not give up. I think that, especially when it comes to writing, you can kind of go through these spurts of getting discouraged or even just life happening especially when you're younger you're in school you have all these other responsibilities that that come up and i think that even though you might have them and you still fulfill them that set aside that setting aside that time to write and to develop craft is something that is very important especially if you want to be a writer um, I will say I, you know, took a very long break with regard to writing. I, you know, I did a lot of my writing more so in high school. And now I'm, I'm 35 years old and that's when my, my debut novel is being published. So even if you do have these parts, the, the point is... To not give up and to still continue, especially rekindling your your love for writing, because it's something that even though you might have a long time in between in between um, writing spurts, or inspiration, or anything like that, it it is something that that you can pick up. You can you know get right back up on that bike and and continue to write even if you have something that makes it maybe a little bit more difficult to to continue to write. Um, it's something that we're continuing to to develop. Um, I am still continuing to develop. This is just my debut novel. So it's something that I, I absolutely love because of that idea. You can continue to always make your writing better. So it's something that I, I don't think anyone should give up on even when you might feel discouraged but if you continue just holding on, you know, make sure that you surround yourself with supportive people that can keep you um, keep you focused to be able to do that. And then you'll be a successful writer and you'll be able to, to do what you want to do in, in your writing goals.
0: Definitely. That's an amazing piece of advice. I think it's really important to like show courage and just never back down even if you're like at a point where like it's like this is not going anywhere i'm stuck on this particular scene or this character is super flat or this song doesn't make any sense or whatever um i think it's just important to not give up and just like as i said just keep trying and maybe one day you might actually get published or if it's not published then something good might come out of it i mean Writing is never gonna, or anything you do, it's not gonna go out in vain. It's gonna be useful at some point. If you're Mm -hmm. writing a bunch of stuff right now as a young um, writer, um, you might end up using it maybe later on, maybe you get a job as a, I don't know, copy editor or something. Then you kind of have an idea of how writing works because you've been doing it for so much time. So let's say like you are, I don't know, let's say you're 10 years old and you continue writing, 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 and you're now, let's say, I don't know, 40 years old, I guess, or 50 or whatever, you already have like a bunch of experience, like about 40 to um, 30 to 40 um, years of experience, which is going to be used later on. So like, even if you're writing now, but your first book gets published at 40 or 50, which I know it kind of like seems like a big age, like, why would you get it published that at that age and that being your first book i mean what's going to happen but i think that just pacing yourselves not caring about when it gets published more of like the time you write is more important personally for me at the start i was like always like i want to get this book published now and i mean i'm still like that right now i am working towards this book which i'm writing or finished writing but editing to get published possibly this year maybe next year or at least like start wearing or something but i think i'm going to just like keep editing, keep editing until I feel like this is the best way it can be because narrations can be tough. They can be very tough people to please, especially since they have high standards. They've seen other authors, other writers who have way more experience than young writers have.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's a that's a fantastic goal, Anika, to have to be able to focus on your writing and editing because you can only make it better. Um, obviously at some point if you're working on the same thing you do have to stop and, and send it out but but if it gets to that point when you're like i can't look at this anymore i've added it enough it's as great as it's going to be that's the point that you know that you can send it on forward and and see what where it goes
0: for sure thank you so much for being on the show with me today
1: oh of course thank you so much for having me anika
0: thank you again So anyways, guys, that's the end of the episode. I hope you learned something new. And once again, I'll be putting up the website link to Lindsay's website into the show notes. You can be sure to check out her book. Pre-order it if you're interested. Or if you would rather read it in the library, then maybe wait for a couple of weeks and it should be out there soon. Anyways, that's the end of the episode as I said earlier. Bye, guys.